Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. Welcome to Let's Chat. Hey, T. Hey, 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 Lisa girl, how you doing? I see you getting it together, girl. No more for f- f- Friday on a f- f- Thursday. I know. I'll be trying to rush Friday. Today, Thursday went by so fast, I couldn't even think about Friday. <laughs> I know, right? There's so much going on, but we are so happy to be here tonight. Like Lisa said, welcome to Let's Chat. Absolutely. We are talking that talk today about making it work when your vision is blurry. I am Miss Leisha. You know I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We have two fabulous guests today, singer, songwriter, and actor, my Sean. If you are not familiar with his music, you should remember him from TV. And we will talk a little bit about that when he comes on the show. And we also have author and publisher, Sasha Harding. And we're going to talk to her at 745. I'm so excited. I met that author at a conference that I went to in New York. She is so awesome. Um, I love her book. So I can't, I'm excited that we're able to get her on. I'm excited that we are able to get him on. Um, I heard a lot of his music, and I I watched him on the show, and then mm-hmm. I, you hear the music, and it's kind of like, wow, really? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait for him to come on. Mm-hmm. Putting it all together and it's like wow, <laughs> and I love the the topic of our show tonight, Lee, because sometimes it can be a little blurry. You don't know if you should go left or you should go right or you should stay steady on course. So it's gonna be interesting how our two guests feel about that topic and if they ever experience any blurriness, you know, to just kind of like should I be doing this? Should I be doing something else? So it's going to be exciting to hear their journey and hear their passion because that's one thing here on this chat. We love to hear, I guess, passion because it just comes through the airways and it just makes you appreciate them even more just to hear their journey. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. And 
I'm glad that you mentioned that about um, just not knowing which way to go because a lot of times Mm -hmm. you have a vision on your mind. You have maybe like the desire or the burn to do it, but you have that fear. Now, fear is always the opposite of faith. So mm-hmm. you never are, you're, you're so fearful sometimes to step out because you only kind of see that one part and you don't see beyond that. So it, that's where the blurriness comes in because sometimes when you step forward and you don't really, really see what it's going to be and how it's going to be, uh, you have people that keep stepping mm-hmm. and then you got people that step back. Um, I always mm-hmm. love Steve Harvey. I love the little quotes that he makes that he talks about the parachute opening. Uh, and you'll never know if your parachute will open unless you jump. And sometimes when you jump, it may not open right away. And mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the, the blurry vision and stepping forward. If you keep going, you know, it, it may, it or may not work, but it's just the fact that you are having faith in, in what you feel that you can do, your skills to do what you want to do. And the faith mm-hmm. that God is going to make sure you get where you're trying to go. You might not have all the details, but you know that this is what it is. Mhm. That is so true. And each day it just gets much easier. And also, Leash, when you first step out on that on that big platform, you don't make, you don't always know what all it entails to get where you have to go. You may have this vision in your head, Very but true. once you really put it into motion, it could be something totally totally different. So it's so important Absolutely. to at least have an end, you know, an end where you want to be. But that middle ground, that level that you have to get there is what makes you stronger and just builds your character to enjoy that end when you do get there, if that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense because that happens so – it happens a lot. You know, everything is great in your head. I don't care what you put in your head. You can mm-hmm. think about a meal. It's awesome in your head. Everything is great in your head. Um, mm-hmm. But when you start putting it on paper, it, it still seems great because it's coming out of your head. So it's like, oh, well, yes, it's going to be this, and I can do this, and I'm going to do this, or this, and this. And then the problem is when you go to apply it, you don't apply uh, other people. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's other people saying no or other people not having time or other people not doing what they need you to do, what you need them to do in a in a timely manner. And you never mm-hmm. kind of, I think about a vision, you never kind of put in um, roadblocks because you're like, well, I don't want to be negative. I don't want to speak negative on what it is. So right. we never make that space and that cushion for mistakes to happen and things to happen. Even if you think about your wedding day, you expect your wedding day to be like, it's boom, boom, boom. It is so perfect in your head. And the first thing that goes wrong, you, you have a problem. You know, you become mm-hmm. the wife from hell because you're like, no, this, I didn't tell you to get the orange dress. I told you to get the orange dress. You know, so you are really mm-hmm. on because you want your vision to, to pop and you want it to go according to plan. But Everything does not go according to plan, but what I do know is that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes mm-hmm. um, it, it is uh, a reason that you will be okay about, and sometimes it may be reasons you may not be okay about, you know. But it happens for a reason because you have to get where you got to go, and sometimes you got to shave here, you got to shave there, you got to move here, you got to move there. You got to do certain things to get there. You have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And 
mm-hmm. I don't think we look at that preparation either. Like the process so and the time it's going to take to prepare for our vision. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And I like the correlation that you use, like when you say you dish in your head, because you can have all the ingredients and the, the one, two, three, how to do it, but once you get into it, and, you know, you, I know I do it in the kitchen. I start adding a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and that's just that growth that, you know, oh, I can do this and I can make it. Let me just tweak it, and then it becomes your own, you know. And then when you get there, it, you just feel, you stand a little bit taller because, you know, you follow the rules, but you also added in those little things that didn't really appeal to you and didn't really work for you. So it's all about making it work for you, getting that clear vision and heading straight ahead and just going through whatever roadblocks you may have and just clear that very blurry vision. So I love that correlation. So that was going through my head. as you That's so true. <laughs> it, it's true. And then having good people in your corner. You know, having good people in your corner is A1. And not sometimes good people, because you do have sometimes good people, or you have those backhanded good people. But, I mean, you know, having good people in your corner, that will help whatever your vision is. They may not understand it. They may not see it. But they like, whatever you're trying to do, I'm with you. Let's do it. We, we, what, what we got to do? You know, what's your mm-hmm. plan? Well, what you want to do? You know, they may not see it, but they it's blurry to them all the way around. But they're going to step out right behind you and, come on, let's go. You know? Let's get it and, done. And that's, that's right. And that's what you need. You need that support system um, when you are taking those chances in life. For those that are just tuning in, this is Les Chat. I am Miss Alicia. I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We're talking that talk about making it work when your vision is blurry. We have two fabulous guests coming into the clubhouse. Oh, sorry, the clubhouse, wrong show. The chat room on today, singer and songwriter, as well as actor My Sean will be in the chat room, and author and publisher Sasha Hardy. We're going to take a brief break, but we will be right back. We're going to hit you with some of that Blue Marley and Yo. This your boy, Yo Gotti. Gotti. This I live. 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 This I the picture, the money, it ain't the issue, I'm hustling. I'ma get it if I have to water, whip it, it's done. 36 O's, drop that in my bank account. Switch the hustle up on their ass and do the same amount. Augusta hustle, catch up to my muscle, bitch, I'm living. Yo, God, it told me he got work, I said, OG, let's get it. They do my dirt with no co-defendant, I know they snitching. 30 inch wheels, but he broke, that boy got no ambition. I was 16, triple beam, leaning on him. No, the street couldn't hold me, they triple Teaming on me. I remember telling Frank, boy, I want a bed. Now I'm shopping with my bitch, all she want is Chanel. Went to sleep, count sheep, I woke up counting money. If it's right for the price, tell him I said money. Remember, I ain't have a pot to piss in. Started whipping, 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 now look how I'm living. Chili in it, big got all my chains on. Man, I'm about to blow like it's cocaine on. Told that walker flocker got that flame on. With my rich home. Hey, hey, this I live. 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 
and I'm going to say happy release to her because her book has, uh, was released back, it was on the 16th just a few days ago. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm super, super excited for her because she does work really, really hard. Um, and I want to make sure you guys head over there and check out That Church Life by author Teresa Howe. Yes, it is, uh, it is betrayal, suspense, murder, all wrapped up in one. Uh, you're going to be a lot of twists and turns in there. She has an awesome, awesome pen. Um, if you are an author and you're looking for a home for your work missions, make sure you send your request to submissions at sevenfigurepublications.com. And that's if you're looking for a publishing house. And we don't want to miss that fabulous author Zoe Truth. If you are into erotica and you want a good erotic read, make sure you step into the pages of a good girl's journey of journal of dirty little secrets. Yes, this mm-hmm. book is off the chain, y'all. I'm telling y'all, I couldn't even some of the excerpts I couldn't even put up because it's just you know I'd be in Facebook jail real quick. <laughs> And as usual, we always got to rep that Reese World Publishing. Make sure you go out and get that laces by the Black Rose. And that Love, Truth, and Consequences playing Dirty, which is the sequel to Love, Truth, and Consequences Part 1 by author Tasha DeMay. Mm-hmm. And as always, you know, we rep that Nene Capri Presents. Make sure you head out and get Simple Lust by the fabulous Imani Hilton. And S. Chameleon, who will actually be here next week. She will be here interviewing with us next week. She has fabulous books out. Her newest book is Breaking Through the Silence. Um, Breaking Through, yeah, Breaking Through the Silence, Living with Mental mm-hmm. Illness. So it's, it's an awesome read. Um, and mental illness is something that goes widely overlooked. People ignore it. Um, they they mm-hmm. don't pay enough attention to it. You know, people don't get enough help. Um, but then when something mm-hmm. goes wrong, you know, everybody has to blame. So it's a great read. Make sure you go out and you get that book. She also has a new book getting ready to come out uh, that she's going to come and just talk that talk with us about. Uh, and then, you know, we have Diamonds, Pumps, and Glocks, which is by Mimi Capri and Black um, and that's Black the Literary Assassin. And you can get Ooh. those books on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, or you can also go ahead over to QueenCityBullies.com. Mm-hmm. Those are some good reads you just dropped there, Leach. <laughs> I was taking those. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. They were good. Now, here on the this chat, you know, go ahead, see. No, I was saying you're coming up on this time of season where you just want to curl up and have a good book, and those were quite a few. Absolutely. And Writing Royalty Promotions, which is my company, I have a website, writingroyaltypromotions.com, and I do have an online bookstore. And I'm looking to update my online bookstore for the 2017 season. So if you are interested in your request, to write royalty promotions at gmail.com. Oh. I may have a book to put in your collection there, Miss Miss Missy. <laughs> Not my own. I'm telling y'all, Miss Tika right. No, she can write. <laughs> She's trying to play that role like she can't, but she really, really can. <laughs> oh, 
we may have a new home for a book. I'm, I just have it rolling in my head. But it's exciting, you know, so definitely put it's out there. rolling books. for three years, ever since you promised me that snack. <laughs> that, that little snack has gotten a little, a little eaten up at this point. Right, and ever since you promised me that snack, three, maybe four years ago, probably longer than that. Let's see. I've been married five years ago. It was about six years ago that one little snack I was promised, and I ain't got it yet, y'all. First of all, one baby graduated, then the next baby graduated. Everybody graduated. I still ain't got my snack. <laughs> it's got the emptiness going. <laughs> We're going to take a brief break, and we're going to listen to, you know, we always got to shout out Keith Robinson, uh, friend to the show. We're going to play a little bit of him before Michonne checks in with us, and we'll be back.
That was a fabulous Keith Robinson. And, yes, Keith Robinson, the actor. Yes, he doesn't just act. He sings as well. He has a fabulous voice. Make sure you head over to iTunes and check him out. While we are waiting for Michonne to come and kick it with us, now, if you don't know or remember who he is, if you remember the show, it was on ABC Family. It was a hit series called Leakin Heights. And he plays the son, Taylor Sutton. Um, now, that everybody should be like, oh, yes, he was a cute, he was so cute. Sorry, sorry, Michelle, I'm about to say this. He was so cute. He was the cute boy on the show. And he had um, his sister, she played in the, uh, I can't think of that show she played in. Um, but she is all over uh, the mom and the dad. It was an awesome series. I watched the series. Um, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I, I watched it from when it came out to when it ended. So I was excited to find out that, you know, he's all grown up now, and he's singing. Oh, singing too, multi-talented. Yes. Now, while he's currently still focusing on acting, um, he has his music career. Uh, he was able to release Still, um, Sean under Dynasty Records, uh, that was back in 2004, um, followed by Youngsters in 2005. He has starred in films. I mean, he's been doing his thing, and so I'm so excited, and I'm proud at the same time, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's good to know that our young men are doing something. You know, now he's 23, mm-hmm. and he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's making his dreams mm-hmm. come through true. He's handling his business, and it's just awesome. If you go on YouTube mm-hmm. and you go on his uh, YouTube channel, you can see, like, the process of him making music. It's just awesome. Y'all have to go and check that out. Mm-hmm. Definitely check that out. Absolutely. So while we wait for him to press his ones and enter into the chat room, did you watch the show, Lincoln High Tea? Girl, you know I don't have time to be watching shows. You got to put it right in front of me, but I got my list of things to catch up on. I'm just now catching up on power. You mean to tell me? <laughs> you mean to tell me you've never seen Lincoln Heights? Lincoln Heights, no, unfortunately, I haven't, Leash. I'm always what? working, girl. But it sounds like oh, I need to catch up on it. Have to get, I'm going to need you to get, you know, on Netflix and get cracking now. You know. And you know what? I can watch it every month. Heights, you, like, you put something down to watch every month. I subscribe to it, and I just need to sit down and watch it. I'm going to need you to do with program C. I, I'm you naming off all these shows. And I'm like, T, you remember? you like, no, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> I can't say that I do. <laughs> I am going, I made a note, Lincoln Heights. I got it on my list, Leash. When, I, when do I have time, girl? We are always working. Yes, yes, yes. We are always working. But he is in the chat room, so we're going to bring him in. Okay. Hi, how are you? Me. I'm great. How about you? How are you? Welcome to the chat room. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate y'all for having me. We appreciate you taking time to share you know, your space and your energy and just your, your vision with us. Now, for all of those that do not but should know who you are, tell everybody a little bit about yourself um, and the work that you do. 
Okay. Um, I'm an artist, a singer, a songwriter. I'm an actor as well. I was on a TV show called Lincoln Heights um, for about four seasons, so you probably know me as Taylor Sutton, or you probably know me from a couple songs that I had. Uh, I had a song called Excuse Me Mama, Just a Kiss, Turn It Up featuring Rocco Dash, um, and a few other things, a movie called Frat Brothers, a few other things on my resume, just, you know, so you guys know what I've done. But um, overall, just I, I'm an entertainer. I love to entertain. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's awesome. My name is Tony, and uh, don't hold it against me, but I don't watch a lot of TV, so I'm going to be picking your brain tonight just to get to know the man behind Lincoln Heights. And then I'm going to spot on over there to Netflix and see what's going on with it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Let's get it. <laughs> now, have you always had this vision to do what it is that you do right now? Um, I think it over the years it kind of just develops and becomes the vision just becomes a little bit stronger and, and clearer. You know what I mean? Um, mm. In the beginning, in the beginning, you know, I, I was just singing because that's something that I just love to do. You know, I've been singing ever mm. since I can remember. My family used to make me sing at every birthday party and uh, every <laughs> wedding and, and, you know, stuff like that. And I was a real shy kid to begin with. And, I, you know, over time, I, of course, I broke out of my shell um, uh-huh. and I started to, you know, I got my first opportunity in the studio when I was 10 years old and uh, started uh-huh. to create music from there. And, you know, I've just been developing my craft and developing my taste ever since then. Um, I'm now 23. And I am working on a project right now. It's called The Truth, and it's going to be dropping at the top of the year. Um, it's basically just about my journey because uh, mm-hmm. this journey has been crazy, uh, especially with music. Music is my first passion. I've had major deals with Interscope, mm-hmm. um, Sony, Columbia, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm back taking an independent route right now. And it's just, you know, it's just coming back to square one. It's just me being as real as I can possibly be with who I am or where I'm at right now in my life and, and the ups and downs that comes with just the entertainment industry alone. Cause it's not, you know what I mean? It's not always the easiest, um, the easiest industry to crack through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel I, I, I've come mm-hmm. to see that when you, when you just be, be yourself and you just are straightforward with people and, and people can see the transparency in it and, you know, we just live. We just live in a generation now where that, you know, I mean that that shines more than anything else. And uh, I've been getting, I've been getting some really good responses. You know, as far as all the work that I've been doing. Um, on the other side, on the acting side, I have another movie that's still untitled. I'm going to be filming at the top of the year. I cannot wait. Um, it's a leading role. We're shooting in Chicago. It's low key a hood movie, but at the same time, it's going to be it's going to be very entertaining and a, a great family movie. So I'm working. I'm working. Awesome. That's awesome. That's just, this is Tony. Tony, once again, you just laid it down. So that topic tonight for our show is making it work when your vision is blurry. And it doesn't mm. look like, you know, and, and that kind of is what you just explained to, to us because you've had some blurriness in your journey. And, and did you see yourself? Do you see yourself where you want to be, like, three years from now? Is that vision still blurry, or do you feel that you're strong enough to just go to that next level? Um, 
I feel as though, well, to start off, I definitely have some blurry moments uh, Uh within, you know, just my journey. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think to get out of that, you kind of have to, like I said, be real with yourself and start tapping into, like, when I sit down and write a song, right, I, I write and produce for other artists as well. So when I sit down and write a song, the first, my first question is, who are you, like? Who do you want people, what part of you do you want people to see? What have you gone through recently? What have you, what traumatic experiences have you gone through? What positive experiences have you gone through? Because those real life stories are the most important thing. You know what I mean? Just above all, you can sit here and write somebody else's story. You can sit here and try to be somebody else. And it may last for however long, but at the end of the day, it's not going to it's not going to be the biggest thing that happens to you because you're not being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. when it comes down to that, when you know this is what I love to do, it all comes down to what you love. If you love it, it's going to shine through. If you love to make T-shirts that when people read them, it makes their day, <laughs> you're going to make the most fire T-shirts and the whole city is going to be wearing your T-shirts because Everybody's gonna love looking at those t-shirts. You know what I mean? I just feel like love, love and truth are two of the most powerful tools that we have um, in life in general, and uh, that's uh-huh. why I call my project the truth. Wow, absolutely! And I'm glad that you said that um, because that is so true. And you are just 23, and I don't know you, but I'm gonna say I am so proud of you. I'm, oh, I'm really it. proud of you. Uh, you, you, don't, you have so much on your plate. How are you balancing all of that? You write music, you, you're acting. That means that you got to go out and you got to screen read and you're in the studio. Mm-hmm. How are you balancing all of that and still staying yourself? Um, I have a great team, um, and I don't let I don't let my work interfere with. I mean, at times it can, but I've learned to not let my work interfere with just enjoying life. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. when you stop, mm-hmm. when you stop living and you stop living your life and you stop, you know, obviously doing the things that you love on a daily basis outside of whatever work is, um, that that uh, that stops feeding your passion. That stops feeding your fire and your drive. And you have to, you have to. It's just all about balance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. Absolutely. So, create now, that balance decided, and create that passion. Um, Go ahead. Absolutely. When you decided to step into the realm of music, uh, you were on Lincoln Heights for four seasons. Um, you you were acting. You had you know you had all of this going on. You were growing. What was going on um, at the time that you said this is what I'm I'm going to do? I'm about to step out and I'm about to make me some music. What was going on in your world at that time that you were like I'm about to do it? Well, really, my story is music came first, came when I was 10. Acting came when I was 12, um, 12, 13. Mm -hmm. So when I started filming Lincoln Heights, I had already had a deal with Inchcope. And if you watch, um, I believe it is the second season of Lincoln Heights, I actually had the opportunity to perform some of my music on a TV show. So Mm -hmm. um, my character on the show pretty much became me. 
and I got to sing my songs, and I got to, you know, incorporate that and, and do my thing and kind of be true to myself uh, through the TV show, which was obviously a great tool. Um, but after the show, uh, it was still the same thing. You know, I, just, I had more time to focus on music, you know what I mean? And I, and I just gave myself that time, and, um, you know, I came up with some, some great stuff. I ended up getting a deal with Columbia. Uh, Jermaine Dupree and Brian Michael Cox executive produced my album. I had a song called uh, Luckiest Man that was on um, – that was on a uh, this Kevin Hart movie soundtrack mm-hmm. about last night. Um, yeah, I had a lot of great things in the works. And, you know, obviously at the end of the day, everything doesn't work out how you plan on it working out. So mm-hmm. you pick up and you, you move on from there. And, you know, that's where it's led me to right now. Wow. You're doing some awesome things. This is Tony once again. It's do I pronounce it Myshawn or Mishawn? Correct. Myshawn. Myshawn. Okay. Myshawn. You've been in this you've been in this mm-hmm. for 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 for, you know, your your a greatness of time, but what do you contribute your longevity in the industry? Because it can be a pretty fickle industry. So what do you contribute for your success thus far? Mm, well, um, what, what do you mean by that exactly? Like, you know, sometimes you have those one-hit wonders, you know, and uh-huh. you have so much going on, but do you feel that, like, your music may take away from your, you know, your, your writing may take away from your, you know, do, do are you, like, not as overwhelmed where you're not putting everything in the basket at once and you're getting burnt out? I mean, what is the key to, to the longevity and just getting that new material out, that fresh new right. material? I think the key to it for well for me is to just go in steps. Obviously, you can't do everything at one time. There's a lot of things that you can do simultaneously, especially when you have uh, a team and a group of people who uh, are constantly feeding you positive energy and constantly uh, help building who you are, you know what I mean, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, because nobody anywhere does it alone. Mm. So you have to have you have to have mm. that aspect. You have to have that machine behind you, and at the same time, you have to know if you put it on your plate, you gotta eat it all. You have mm. to your eyes your mm. eyes can't be bigger than your eyes cannot be bigger than your stomach. In these cases, I like that. I so like that. <laughs> if it's if it's gonna be music, then it's gonna be music. We're gonna do this for um, you know however five six months a year year and a half, and then once mm-hmm. that. Once that leg is done, then we're going to take a break. We're going to move on into this acting world. We're going to be filming this movie for the next six months, filming this next project for the next five or six months. You know what I mean? Like you have to, like I said earlier, it's just about balance. The longevity thing is about balance. If you burn yourself out, then you're not going to be able to go any further. You can't renew and refresh your mind and your spirit. You're not going to be able to come up with a new uh, next idea. You know what I mean? A lot of times I'll have a session for myself, and then I'll take a break, get some food or whatever, and then I'll move on to another studio and go to the next session and write something or do something for another artist. I have that mm-hmm. drive in me just because, just because the years and the, and the craft and and just developing that, being able to do it right on the spot. You know what I mean? A lot of people can't go like that, 
But mm-hmm. that's how hard I know that's how hard I go, especially when I love something or I'm passionate about an idea. But I'm never gonna burn myself out. Mm-hmm. And also, you can't look around and see what other people are doing and, and try to you know keep up with them because that's their vision, and you gotta stay true to yours. So exactly. you can't look around and say, "Oh, I gotta, like I gotta keep up with them." Mm-hmm. Right. You're gonna be uh, like the man in the Olympics who was watching Michael Phelps lost the whole thing because you was paying attention when he was doing them in lane four. Man, that sucks. That like, he sucks. really became like a meme. They made him. They made him like a character. <laughs> they that went sucks, in. Man. They they, they went, went in. in on him. I'm not even sure his name, but like, dude. Yeah. You paid attention. It it's like you. He took his whole head out of water to see what was going on. Over there, it's like you you lost focus on what you needed to do for yourself. I'm so exactly. glad that you stay focused. I'm very glad. Mm-hmm. Now you always talk about you have a good team. You talk about that engine behind them, behind you. Who is your your biggest supporter? Who is my biggest? Um, I would have to say my family, uh, my parents mm-hmm. for sure. Um, they're not as hands on as they used to be with my career. Um, but they still like a big inspiration to me and, and big big time support. Uh my cousin who's also my manager, um, has always been, you know, like a like a OG <laughs> um mm-hmm. uncle, uh and and, you know, my team from my publicist who's the greatest publicist that I've probably worked with so far, Farah. Uh yeah, she is fabulous. You know, I love her. You know, yeah, and and you know, down to down to the people I write songs with, down to the people that you know help me just brainstorm different ideas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody, my team is probably like my biggest supporters. I want to mm-hmm. definitely send a huge kudos to my team. Mm-hmm. Team is important, that's for sure. Now, my son, this is Tony. Now, you know you've been talking about this awesome singing career, and I am so peaked. So you're gonna have to give me and Alicia a little taste of what Mr. McShawn is working with. So just drop the <laughs> and we, we we won't tell nobody. You could just make it up. It's, my name is Tony. That's and my girl, and you're on that chat. And you're on that chat. And just so you know, we saw that fusion of hip hop. So if you want to give us a high level 16, you know, whatever you want to do, we'll accept whatever it is. <laughs> we'll wait. Okay. Let's see. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm about to pull up on a bad one. Some way better than the last one. Some way better than the last one. Man, it's been a minute since I have one. Yeah. This one dedicated to my ex. Yeah. Let her know I'm on to the next. Yeah, I've been the only nigga for the sex, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to probably sit around the text and let her know. I'm so happy you don't even know. And I bet you need me now that I'm gone. I guess what I'm trying to say is a ooh, yeah. Ain't no running back, A. Eh? Ain't no coming back, A. Eh? Stay your place. <laughs> just a little John I wrote. That's right. A little John yes. I wrote a new project about my ex. Well, you know, all, right. all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. 
say that was about your ex, you say? You know, just about a little past situation that I had to kind of put the exclamation mark on and move on from, you know. Well, I think your mark is made, buddy. That was so nice. Thank you so much Absolutely. for sharing that with us. No, thank you. And we appreciate Thank you. I appreciate that. y'all. And remember that everybody, everybody can't go to that next level with you, and that includes girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so everybody is not going to, you know, everybody that comes in your past is there for a reason. But sometimes you're there to teach them something. So it's not that they're meant to to be, you know, centered. So sometimes they leave. You just wave your hand and say, well, good to know you're going to go all right. Thank you mm-hmm. for your time. <laughs> exactly. Just another lesson learned. Exactly. They only did for a season. We so appreciate Absolutely. you. You know, I appreciate you. I appreciate yes, y'all having do. me, letting me, um, you know, tell you guys a piece of my story and, and what I got going on. Like I said, the Project The Truth is on the way. Um, I actually have a song, speaking of lessons, I have a song called Lessons on my SoundCloud. Y'all can check out my music at soundcloud.com backslash mm-hmm. official my shine. That's M-I-S-H-O-N, official my shine. All right, and we have our listeners now, on the radio. Yes, shout yes, them out. Shout out all of your social, your social, shout out your social media. But before you leave out, we have your song. I feel you done. So shout out all your social media, and they introduce your song so we can play it as you leave out of the chat room. I bet. Let's get it. Follow me on IG and Twitter at my sign. That's M I S H O N. My Facebook is official. My sign. My SoundCloud is also official. My sign. Let's get it right here. I feel you. You ain't the one to fall in love At least that's what you said to me You told me that you could never trust I wasn't tripping down
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, we are back. For those of you who are just tuning in, this is Let's Chat. I'm Miss Felicia, and I'm here with my fabulous right hand, and sometimes my left, Miss Tony. And we have the awesome singer, songwriter, and actor, my Sean. He came to kick it in the chat room with us today. We're talking to talk about make it, making it work when your vision is blurry. That was his latest Recording, I love it. I feel you. Now, is this out, my Sean? Uh, that's not out yet. That's still exclusive. That's hot right there on the press, press for y'all. You know what I mean? Ooh. Oh, so we can play it as much as we want. Y'all can play it as much as y'all want. Nice. Right. I like that. Too, little thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank, thank you. So thank much. you. Thank you. We appreciate you. You are welcome back anytime. When your record drops, let us know so that we can make sure we go and get our one click on and get that that purchase made. So proud of you. Um, okay, best believe I'm coming to y'all first as soon as it drops. Well, thank you. We appreciate you for that. And we'll make sure that we also let them know that uh, to look for it when we play it and give you all the props that you so richly deserve. So thanks again. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you all once again. Thank you all for your time. I, I really, really appreciate it. All right, you have a great You're evening. We appreciate it. Enjoy your evening. That was awesome, T. That was awesome. We yes. had a, a concert. We got some exclusive <laughs> music. Uh, it was just an awesome show. I love that. If yes. you're just tuning in and you missed the show, no worries. You can go back and check out our archives. And you don't have to just go on Blog Talk to check out our archives. You can actually catch us on iTunes as a podcast or any podcast app. Um, we'll have less chat available. Also, you can go on rightworldtpromotions.com. Um, and it, our archive shows are there as well. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to come back with the goddess author and publisher, Sasha Hardy. Okay. That you can never trust 
alright, alright, alright. Yeah. Yes, we are back. We are back. Awesome, awesome interview. I love that. It's not out yet, but when it is, we'll make sure that we let you guys know when it will be available. This is a chat. I am Miss Leisha. I got Miss Tony here, and we're getting ready to talk that talk with author and publisher S.R. Hardy. Her and her reflections of a goddess, the awakening. This author right here, I met at a, a um, conference in New York. She is awesome, and I read her book. I, and normally, first person is a little off to me because everybody can't write first person. But I like the way her book it flows. Um, it was still. You had that action and that emotion in there, which, you know, a lot of authors kind of miss, but it it flowed, and I enjoyed it immensely. Mm. Oh. Sounds like a one-click. <laughs> Absolutely. You got you to gotta one-click that, see. I think you will enjoy it. Um, it is erotic. She has so much in her world going on, so let's bring her in so she can talk that talk. Hey, Sasha, okay. how are you? Hi, Sasha. How are you? We are good. Thanks for joining us. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Thanks for joining us tonight. Now, for all of those, thank you for having me. Yes, we appreciate you sharing your time. I know you get so busy. But for all of those that don't know S.R. Harding, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your book. Well, I'm Sasha Harding, best known as my pen name as S.R. Harding. I'm a new debut author this year. I have my first book coming out or came out this July, Reflections of a Goddess, The Awakening. It's the first book in a three-part series. Um, The second book will be Unleash, and the third book will be The Beginning. Um, Unleash will be releasing this February coming out right before Valentine's Day. So all you men, if you need a nice gift to get your girlfriend, wife, or significant other, or just for yourself, you can look for the book. It'll be out in February. Oh, it's a hot month. <laughs> <laughs> well, my book is hot, and it's ready ready for fun. So what it helps, I tell everybody all the time when they read my book, they'll thank me for it later. Oh, see, that's the kind of book you want to have on, around Valentine's Day. <laughs> just have, how about every day? <laughs> fun, fun, and more fun. Exactly. Now, what made you write this book? What made you decide, okay, I'm about to put this book out? What was going on, and what was the, the push behind um, writing this book? I read somewhere that, um, you know, you should always do something that you're passionate about. And um, I have a passion for passion. And I enjoy um, talking about sex. I enjoy sex, fun and interesting, especially with different things you can do and different things Mm -hmm. you can, you know, every place you can go. An amazing thing with writing, I don't have to limit myself. I can always just expand. I can um, be whoever I want to be. I can go wherever I want to go. And I can make the perfect man every single time. So that what that's what pushed me into writing. Mhm. Wow. Now, what what made you want to write about this? What what was going on in Sasha's world that that made her? You know, let me write about this and 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 be good about it. What what was going on, girl? Talk to us. <laughs> okay. Well, 
Um, I had tried some things. Um, my book is, um, and it's an erotic novel, of course, but where it differs, it's about BDSM. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, like a lot of my friends and a lot of, you know, just the world in general is very vanilla to what BDSM is. And I had some um, boyfriends or um, guys that I dated that were into that. So mm-hmm. I actually um, would, you know, do things and have scenes and do play things. And, you know, I was actually always um, a dom, which is a, a dominant female, a, a femdom. But my friends, they would not believe the stories. I would come back and tell them about the things the guys would do or how they treated me. And they just were just astonished about how did you get him to do that? I'm like, well, I didn't really have to get him to do that. He wanted to do these things. And they were amazed by it. And they always kept telling me, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. And I just started just one day just writing one page, turn into five, five, turn into 10. And here I am writing books. Mm. Wow. That's quite a journey to get where you are today. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, now, who dad, was your biggest supporter? My biggest supporter was um, my husband. Um, he was always supporting me in everything and going back to college and getting my degrees and things like that. But he was always my biggest supporter and my biggest cheerleader. And my children, um, my children, including my birth children and also my stepchildren um, have, you know, supported me from day one. They've been there and had to put up with me and me up late or me just being extremely busy. So, and my family, um, all 14 of them, but (laughs) they've been supportive too. Mm. Wow. Now this is Tony Sasha. Now you just said something that's very interesting and it kind of took me aback. Uh, you you said your husband. How does he feel? I mean, ha, were you involved with this it? type of writing? <laughs> you know, right, I'm trying to be tasteful about it. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, the, the Tom and I participate in these things, no. But there's all, always different kind of BDSM. There's not just whips and chains that everyone knows that you have to hit someone or inflict pain or, or so forth. It can also be very um, mental. So there's also, like, mental things that, that you can do. Um, him, he's always, um, he's read some of the things. He was, like, the first one that would read the chapters. I would write it, and then he'll read it and help me edit the chapter. So he was, you know, my first, um, you know, like, guinea pig to read and see how he reacted to it. So when he would read, he would, you know, come back and tell me, you know, oh, wow, this made me excited. And I'm like, oh, that's just for one chapter. You know, where did he finish reading the rest of them? So He's, you know, just been very good at reading and interpreting and just been a big help to me. Wow. Now, I, I would be interested, Alicia, in, like, what type of research? I mean, do you research together? <laughs> the, the, it's coming, this this hot scene. You need to research to see if it works and make it believable and uh, well, nobody get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, my research and how I did it is kind of different. I know, like, with a lot of writers, they write from their imaginations. I have the pleasure and the honor of actually sometimes pulling from my experiences. So I've had some, um, you know, good boyfriends that's been very tolerable and just been very memorable for me just to write about, you know, uh, you know, just my past history in life, all the way from when I was a teenager all the way through life. So it's been fun. Mm-hmm. 
First of all, I love you, Tony, again. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm dominating. I'm being a dom tonight, Leash. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I love your energy, Sasha. It's just like, it's just like, you know, like it's just something that's every day. It just happens every day. I love your energy, and you're so <laughs> open about what you do. So, you know, I'm over here trying to one-click, right, Leash? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, and when like when you see her in person, when I saw her at the book signing, you know, a lot of times new authors are, uh, you know, it's a little shaky when you do a book signing. But you know, she came in, and I didn't know she was a new artist author because oh, she handles herself you. like a seasoned author. Like she really owns, you know, her whole thing. She had her whole setup. She was ready. She came in. She laid out her table. So as for a new author, it was like, wow, she she's like really, she is on her thing, on her game mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, her business and her book. But what I wanted to ask you, because you said that the book is BDSM, what made you get into that type of lifestyle, or is it something that you just wanted to write about? Um, truly and honestly, I didn't know a lot about um, BDSM per se, as far as, like, the technical terms. A lot of people, you know, they sometimes ask, well, what's this and what's that? I don't know what the technical terms is. I just know what I like to do. And, like, sometimes people, like, say, well, I'm not into that because it's freaky and crazy or whatever, but all of us have a, have a little bit of dom in us and all of us have a little bit of submissive. Sometimes, you know, people, uh-huh. when they try out, like, blindfolds or being tied up or things like that, that's a form of, of domination. Either you're being dominated by letting someone do it to you or, you're, um, you know, you're dominating somebody by doing it to someone else. Or if you're, um, you, know, be, you know, like to be faint, you know, I mean, I don't know how raw I can get with my talking, but <laughs> some people, you know, oh, you enjoy Internet radio, that. have at it. Okay. Yes, internet radio, have at it. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> and then sometimes, too, like with people, um, it's, you know, I, I've talked about it um, with you before where we talked about it's all about the mind, whereas in mm-hmm. BDSNF, you sometimes even got to touch that person. It's all can be just straight mental and only like, you know, people talk about what public play and that's the playing outside or whatever. You don't necessarily have to physically touch someone. It's the mental signs and like mm-hmm. the connection you can have with that person. And I think that's the most important thing is to have a strong connection with someone. And when you have that strong connection, it's like a beautiful dance and you guys dance together and it's fun, exciting. And with BDSM, it's not like the quick, you know, come with someone you're having sex with someone. And, you know, sometimes with men, they don't, you know, they don't know how to lock, you know, last their longevity. But with BDSM, mm. it's a thing called um, tease and denial where you can tease someone and deny them so that they can, you know, last longer or mm-hmm. not, allow, not allow them to come. So if you don't allow mm-hmm. them to come, then they can just, you know, go on and on and on. And, of course, it's a buildup that you have to do to get them there. But once you get them there, you know, the sex is, you know, it, it puts, you know, on top, of, on, top of, on top of just more and more just enthusiasm, more and more energy, and then the endorphins is just crazy. So, you know, unlike mm-hmm. with just vanilla sex where you just, you know, you're having sex, you know, you have your different positions, it kind of gets boring in the mundane. But if think about if you can bring in, you know, role playing where you dress up or they dress down, you know what I mean? Or, you mm-hmm. know, and switch the roles because a lot of times people think because a man is a man that he's supposed to dominate a woman. No, I can still dominate you with a, a vagina. You know what I mean? You don't have to necessarily be in control because you have, you know, a, a dick. So 
mm-hmm. I just feel I, I got into it just for those reasons because I feel I'm a strong woman and I like being in control and doing you know BDSM. It's like it's it's an honor, it's a privilege to be who I am in that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Wow, Absolutely. this is Tony Tasha. Now, do you? I mean, this this is deep what you're saying. I'm supposed to be somewhere at a class, and you just got me riveted to this this show. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so at least I, I can't leave the show. But do, have have you had any of your readers contact you and say, "I think I'm this, but I don't know. I'm not sure." you know, the uncertainty that, that that may be something that they want to indulge in. Have you had any readers that, that contact you about that? Yes, I had readers. I have friends that come to me. Well, I don't know if I'm this. I don't know if I'm that. And But, you know, I feel that there's no cookie-cutter way to figure out what you are. Only you mm-hmm. can, you know, know and figure that out. But the thing about it is people kind of know they just kind of want to be pushed into saying, okay, this is what I can do. And it's, right. it's, I mean, to me, it's very easy because like, I guess they said there's submissive, there's dominant, and then you could be a switch, which is both. But to me, truly, and honestly, you know, in your heart of heart, how you feel and where you want to be at. Do you want to be, you know, someone to tell you what to do? Do you want to be the one to just, you know, be in charge? So, you know, instantly, how you want, you know, we, we, you know, you don't have to tell you, well, I, I guess you can't tell them in the bedroom how you want it, but certain mm-hmm. roles that just, you know, kind of like an innate thing where you just click. And when you do, do that role, it just gets you more and more excited and more and more passionate about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And, you know, and it's funny because when you, when you look at it, it's, it doesn't have to be, sexual because sometimes it can be kinky play which is just foreplay that people do every day but you talked about a switch a switch mm-hmm. is really what people do in relationships if you think about it women yeah. naturally dominate that is what we do yeah. and, and I'm sorry I don't need no inboxes by no men you know how to work your man you know how to I don't care Absolutely. how dominant he wants to be you know how to get what you want when you want it how you want it whether you got to drop the seed in his ear three months before you officially ask or or you have to uh, whatever you got to do make him a good meal you know how to work your man every woman knows how to get what she wants and and because a woman really is the backbone of the family you're the backbone of everything so you are there to dominate now you do fall back at times but when you say switch, there are some times that men are so dominant all the time, whether they're at work, they got to tell people what to do all day, they got to do this, they got to, sometimes they just, it's not like they want, they're being weak, but sometimes they just want to be relaxed and let somebody else take control. Because a lot of times, you know, I get a lot of guys when I tell them what I write about, they're like, oh, you can never dominate me, you can never dominate me. And I tell them, I said, so you mean to tell me you won't let, you know, let me tie you up? You won't let me tie you up and blindfold you and do whatever I want to do to you. And then when I say that, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, for you know, for some reason in society, we're told that we're supposed to, you know, have a certain role. But within the BDSM, it's just so many things you can do. And I don't know if you remember, like, in New York at the conference where they had the um, electrolysis. <laughs> Like, I'm not mm-hmm. into that yes. extreme, but there's so <laughs> many different things <laughs> that they do, you know, with different, you know, with the whips, with the, you know, but like you said, it can just be mental play. And that's all you can just, you know, just dive into that and have fun with that. 
Absolutely. That and, and when you say mental powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Every we just everything is great in your head. And I yeah. think when we they did the seminar, he called it a mind fuck. If you think about it, people play with people's minds every day. Authors play with readers' minds every day. Yeah. Men try to play with women's minds every day. Women play <laughs> with men's minds every day. And parents play with kids' minds every day. We do it all the time. It's right. just that we don't have an official name for it, but that's really what it is. Can you talk a little bit about uh, the mental uh, stimulation and how that can play a part um, in your dominance? Well, um, with the mental stimulation, I think the way that can play a part is because um, giving up that power, like someone that's submissive, like you said, someone could be in a dominant role Matter of fact, like my um, ex-boyfriend, he was very much a dominant man on the outside in his exterior, in his job, and even in his, you know, in everything he did, he was a dominant man. But with me, he let, you know, let that go. And then that's like the mind thing where you're like letting loose something that you normally wouldn't do. And mm-hmm. like with the mental thing, like, for instance, um, sensor deprivation. When we talked about the blindfold, if anyone has either done it or has it done to them, you're blindfolded. You don't know what's going on. You can't anticipate what's going to happen. And just the thought, like, I mean, you could just be laying in bed, you know, just laying down on a bed on your back naked with the blindfold on and anticipating what's going to happen. And just from the excitement of that, that's playing with your mind, just the unknown and what can do. And like when you let, you know, lose control with someone, sorry about that. When you um, let someone else, you know, control you, you're leaving, your, you know, literally the, not your, I can say like your life in their hands, but their body, your body, their body in your hands where you could just do anything to them and they, they have to trust you that you're not going to go too far or do anything that's going to harm or hurt them. Hmm. Well, they may want to be hurt, but, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, you get you just got some a lot of interest peaked up in this chat room, yeah. girl. <laughs> well, so, like you said, some people want to be hurt, and some people like the pain. Um, I'll go mm-hmm. and talk about my ex again. He was into CBT, which is cock and, cock and ball torture, and he liked for me to do things to his dick. I would times I would um. You know, we'll put the, use the cock ring often. We would do different things with it. And he, I mean, the more I did to it, the harder he got. I mean, we did anything, like, I mean, with things with clothes pins. And I'll, you know, dove into that in book two and Unleash. I'll talk about him some more. But he really, that's what he was into. He was into the pain, you know. And -hmm. some people, you know, um, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times they'll say, you know, well, black men, they're not into this. Well, yes, mm-hmm. they are <laughs> more so mm-hmm. than you think they are. They just don't come out and just say it. Yeah. Wow. Mm, that's interesting. Now, Sy, this is funny <laughs> once again. Now, you you know, we're gonna have to have you back on. We could just have this just an hour, a, a whole. You know what, least <laughs> We could have her and Peter Mac on together. Now, that would be a show. Oh, that would be a show. <laughs> that would be a yes. show. Yes, it would. Yeah, we got to work on awesome that. Show. I think we're going to do that. We're going to have to get you back in the chat room on here with Peter Mack. Yeah. We're going to talk Absolutely. about dominance and dominance and submission. That's what we're going mm, yeah. to do. It's going to be a show about dominance yeah. and submission. And it's so funny because I always say 
every dominant person needs to be is submissive at some point in time. Um, absolutely, and, and absolutely. It's, just, it's it's natural. You know, a woman she's dominant all the time, but she has that soft side. So you know, you absolutely. have those people that say, oh, "I'm always a good." No, 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 you're not. You have times where you are submissive. You need to be submissive. Um, that's mm-hmm. just who wants to be in control all the time. If you're in control, if you're controlling stuff all the time, it gets tiresome because it's like mm-hmm. I'm the only one taking care of everything and nobody else is, is going to do this. So sometimes mm-hmm. when you have somebody else that's able to step in and do that, that is just something that eases their mind at the moment. Right. This is awesome. You're listening to Let's Chat, and we are having money. <laughs> Tony, Natasha got me all tongue-tied up in this place, and I am here with my right hand, the wonderful Miss Risha, and this powerful, dominant woman, Sasha Harding. Now, you make sure you pick oh. up her, her book, but I want to ask you before I, I – I'm like, I'm going to need a late pass to get to my class. I'm going to have to sign okay. it. She was late because dot, dot, dot. But <laughs> <laughs> so when you're not – but when you're not writing or doing your quote-unquote research, what's a typical day like for Sasha? I mean, do you ever turn it off? What's a typical day for you when you're not writing? When I'm not writing? I try to write at least every day, but I do go out with my girlfriends. I have a good time with them. We go out, and, I, you know, I love to get dressed up. Um, I love to mm-hmm. go out dancing. I, I try to stay in the gym and, you know, try to stay fit and healthy. Um, I enjoy mm-hmm. spending time with my um, children and my family, and I love spending time with my diggies. Y'all know what my diggies are, right? Oh, you got to explain. <laughs> explain. No. <laughs> There's no sexual confrontation in that. It's my two puppies. I call them my diggies. My nephews can't pronounce dogs at the time, so ever since then we call them diggies. So I have two puppies. My puppies, Kai and Colette, and those are my road dogs. They, you know, they're with me when I'm sitting at home and just, um, you know, and I know you guys have touched on earlier about how to stay focused and just to share really quick, like with me, I meditate and um, mm-hmm. I learned a, a while ago that you have to see it, believe it and receive it. And that's what I do. Like I try to live um, or aim for like someone I read somewhere. I think it was Steve Harvey that said it, that you set your goal so high that it scares you. So, you know, mm. if I set my goals high, then that way, if I meet, you know, if I'm only just meet the halfway mark, I'm higher up than I thought I would ever be. You know what I mean? But more mm-hmm. than any time, I always reach that goal and then some. But I think with people, you just have to stay focused on your goal. Mm-hmm. And I know, like with you guys, because, you know, um, you, I know you're a publisher and you have your talk show, you know, you're constantly busy with work and, you know, only the strong will survive. So you have to put that work in. You have to be you know, strong and dedicated because that's how you get things done. And I'm mm-hmm. not trying to, you know, I, I, at first when I started doing this, I kept telling myself, well, I want to be on the bestseller list. I want to be on the bestseller list. And then, you know, like halfway through this, I thought about it and I said, no, I don't want to be on the, you know, if I make it there, that's golden. But right now my mm-hmm. goals and my focus is just being the best at what I can and let my work mm-hmm. speak for itself. Wow, that's powerful. Now, uh, Leisha and I, you know, I was with Leisha. I was the one that wanted the black set of what you had in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) And Leisha wanted the purple one. But you know what? But um, that bag was awesome. Yeah, I got some more goodie bags. I have to send y'all some. I got some. I had to make some up. I'm actually going to um, Colorado this um, next week for a 
writers um, conference to do signings and things mm-hmm. like that there. So yeah, I'll have some more goodie bags for them too. All right. Now this is woman Absolutely. is a beautiful woman. She, we met her in New York when uh, Alicia came down for that conference. She is beautiful. She is strong, and she oh, is walking that walk. Thank you so much. Sasha, we really appreciate you and your energy. We definitely got to get up back with her and Peter. Well, that's a crazy show. But I tell y'all, <laughs> that would be I the best wanted... show. That was like two whole hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to give y'all a shout out and thank you for giving me an outlet to even express myself and thank you for believing in me and I appreciate y'all, you know, for just for believing in me. Thank you so much. You are so welcome, sweetie. You so are welcome. welcome. You are more than welcome, y'all. She really, really, really is awesome. Uh, we we talk often, not as not all the time, but we do talk often. She she's great. She has so many things on the horizon. Tell everybody about your blog that you have coming out real quick. Well, I also have a YouTube blog coming out. A very good source told me that'll be an awesome thing to do. She's been doing some live Facebook chats um, on my Facebook just to get warmed up and, you know, get, get myself out there and get ready for the YouTube blog. But my YouTube blog will talk more about the BDSM. It'll talk more mm-hmm. about um, sex and, you know, just fun things. So I'm looking forward to doing it. I'm looking forward to educate and just very excited about what's the things that are happening. Mm, we are excited too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we are so, so Absolutely. happy you were able to join us tonight. Thanks for having me. You yeah. are more than welcome. Now, before you step out of the chat room, make sure you shout out all of your social media um, and any additional events that you may have coming up outside of Colorado. Okay. Um, well, you can. Um, my book is The Reflections of a Goddess, The Awakening. It's on my website, srharding.com. And it's also available on Amazon um, and Kendall. I will have it in the bookstores and like Barnes and Nobles and other outlets by the end of this month. Um, you can find me on, well, like me on Facebook, Reflections of a Goddess and SR Harding. Twitter, I'm at Sasha R. Harding. And Instagram is Sasha.R. Harding. All you are so welcome. You enjoy the rest of your evening. And make sure you guys follow her. She has some awesome things down the pipe coming up because, you know, me and Lisa are going to be following. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Sasha is great, you guys. Thank you so much, Sasha. I appreciate you. And we're going to have you back on next month. Uh, we're going to do a, a dominant and submissive show. That's going to be hot. We're going to have Peter Mack on. Uh, he's an author. Did, remember I told you about the author that wrote the book about um, Adam? Yeah. Did we talk yeah. about that? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's we're Peter talking. Mack. So, yeah, we're going to okay. have both of you guys on, and we're going to talk about just dominance and submission and just have a good old time in the chat room. We so appreciate you. You are welcome back any, any time. Thank yes, you, thank, thank you. you. You're so welcome. Have a great evening. You too. Okay. Alicia, we are so late. That you is our on over there. Show. Absolutely. <laughs> that is our show for today, guys. We appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Thank you for always supporting Let's Chat. This is a fabulous show. We had two awesome guests. If you missed the interviews and you're just getting in late, no worries. Just head over and catch our archives. If you don't want to catch our archives on Blog Talk, you can catch us on iTunes as a podcast. 
We appreciate you guys. We will see you guys next week. Make sure you tune in Thursday. We will have everybody's favorite model here in the chat room. And we are out. We're going to hit you with some of that Aaron Bebo. Yes, Aaron Bebo is more than just an author. He plays a little music, too. Good night. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole fifth when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole fifth when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my Bonnie, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse We out here on the grind she got the same thirst, I got a mind, body, and soul, three-round burst. My soldier in heels, the breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that, she want my attention, and she know it's time to be back. I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Block. Pump like handles so she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs. I can tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever Think twice, taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife. So all them shots be misses, bitch. Get you a life. I want the keys to Bolivia. She turning me on one line at a time. One snore, she gone. Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. I want the keys to Bolivia. She turning me on one line at a time. One snore, she gone. Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. Yeah, how you doing, love? What's your name, number? Concerned. You so divine, let me look at you from behind Yeah, your body banging, coke bottle, some type of model Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow Got my attention, you got my head spinning The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing The poor taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day We can get away on a holiday Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting Chopping it up, back to back, blunts and motion Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer Baby, tell me how that sound, I want the finer Things in life, A1 weed, papers and pipes And we can get it right I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone